Montane Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker. For immediate delivery on class-leading Kia vehicles. Tire Power. Think safety this December. Get the five-minute tire safety check at your local Tire Power. Summer Breakfast with Miles Fitzner and Bryce Gibbs. I'm better than ever. Good morning, 6.48. Miles Fitzner, Bryce Gibbs with you. Time for our World Cup update, and we're live from SNSA's studio, Lumo, One King William, powered by Lumo Energy SA. And our World Cup update, thanks to Kraken.com. Crack in, you can, to secure your crypto partner. Get in the game at Kraken.com. Gibbsy? So how good from our very own Socceroos have made it through to the round of 16 in uh, the World Cup over in Qatar. And I tell you what, Miles, it was uh, a nervy start. The, the Danish side uh, were all over us in the first, well, most of the first half, to be honest. The first 35, 40 minutes, uh, they were they made multiple shots at goal and they just dominated possession. We looked like, we looked lethargic. We looked like we we're out on our feet. It had been a big campaign to this point. But uh, there was just a, a, probably a five or six minute period just before half time where we just settled a bit, took the sting out of the game. We actually had a couple of shots on goal ourselves. Um, Aaron Moy started to get involved. Leckie started to get involved a little bit. And I think that just gave the, the boys a bit of confidence leading into halftime. So we <laughs> halftime did come at a good time for us. Uh, the boys were able to reset. And we come out after halftime with a bit of pep in our step. Um, and then, obviously, the, the Leckie goal. Uh, Leckie's become the, the ninth goal scorer for the Socceroos at a World Cup. Uh, he's had an unbelievable campaign so far. And uh, he, he put that... Uh, Goal through, which was, uh, if you haven't seen the highlights, make sure you get on and have a look because it was a, a pretty special goal. And uh, McGree's um, cross over to him was was pretty special as well. But, um, you know, Mitch Duke, Aaron Moy uh, continued to put pressure on on the uh, the Danish backs and, and midfield. And, um, yeah, they, they they pushed late again. The the Dutch, as we, or the Danish, as we knew they would. They had nothing to lose. Even they had a couple of penalties late in in the game. That uh, their goalkeeper come up to to try and have an impact as well. And there was a couple of heart in mouth moments. But um, all credit to to the fellas that they hung on. And uh, there's still a sense of the job's not done because Graham Arnold said after the game uh, in in his press conference that uh, the boys aren't going to be celebrating. Uh, I've told them to put up no social media. Obviously, we need to rest, recover for, for the next big game, uh, which is looking like it will be Argentina if the results stay as they are. But, um, yeah, what a, an unbelievable night for, um, for, for soccer here in Australia. And a great night too, just on the back of that, for SEN. Great call. We heard Leakey's goal. We're going to give it to you again from Jordan Cornelius. Here was it. And Australia will try and get it away. And they've got some space here. McGree plays it into the feet of Leckie. Leckie's one-on-one. Gets to the edge of the box. Cuts around. Back to his left. Leckie strikes! Yeah! Yeah! Oh, just pure joy. Matthew Leckie has put the Socceroos in front! And he's... Um, well, d- did you want to hear from Graham Arnold in what he had to say post-match? I think we probably should right about now. As soon as I get it, it's the first part. Yeah, look, I'm uh, just so proud of the effort by the boys. And, uh, no, short turnaround, but their effort was incredible. What went into it to win two games out of three at the World Cup? Are you pinching yourself? Made a lot of belief, a lot of hard work. And, you know, these boys come in with a great mindset. We've been working on this for four, four and a half years, about the belief of the energy and the focus. And uh, 
you know, you, I could see in their eyes they were ready tonight. And just before you've got the next game coming up quite soon, how will you uh, uh, embrace the celebrations tonight, if at all? No celebrations. As I said to the boys, that's why we won after a great win against Tunisia. No celebrations, no emotion, sleep, no social media. Graham Arnold, you're due to the knockout round. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Love that. Love that. Job's not done. He's still determined to, uh, to go further in this World Cup. And I uh, also want to make mention to, uh, to Harry Souter and uh, our goalkeeper, Matt Ryan. They've been enormous in defence. Like, there it was one stage um, Denmark had about 70% of possession and, and they were peppering. And those two have, have held up uh, so, so good in defence. And if Harry Souter's not in the, the best 11 in the tournament as it sits... If you had to do a best eleven right now across across the whole tournament, if he's not in it, I'd be I'd be staggered. Um, Brad's chimed in. How good is that win from the Aussies? And to all the fake Australians that were saying we won't get anywhere, stick that uh, you know somewhere. And to all the Italians that rang up to say that we're no good, um, have a chat to them. So <laughs> I can't really read the rest of that, Brad, as you possibly imagine. Um, but uh, love your passion, uh, and that is our World Cup update. Thanks to Kraken.com. Start your crypto journey with Kraken to get in the game. Um, and just to mention again, Saudi Arabia nil, Mexico two, and Argentina are one nil up against Poland. So looking like we're playing Argentina, which is, whew, wow. Now, I just want to touch on the footy shorts just quickly here. Um, rookie draft yesterday. Didn't the Panthers just go meow? Will Verrill at 14 uh, to Melbourne and Jaden Magor. To Sydney. So, uh, Rhett Montgomery went at four from Centrals to Essendon. And then um, Nathan Barkler from Woodville West Torrance went to Port, Category B. And Anthony Moncara from West Adelaide went to Essendon as a Category B. But just tell us about the couple of South Adelaide boys. Yeah, two guys that have certainly got a lot of talent. But uh, both have had injury troubles this year, uh, which is not ideal in your your 18th year. Uh, And, you know, when you're talking to recruiters and trying to push your case to get drafted. If you're, if you're not out on the park, it's, it's hard to, to showcase your talent, I suppose. And both are, both are great kids. Will Verrill um, is, a, is a ruckman, come sort of forward uh, player. Um, and for him to, to land at Melbourne as a, as a ruckman, a young ruckman, to have Gorn and Grundy to learn off, is just going to be an absolute unbelievable experience for for young Will Verrill, and uh, certainly uh, happy to see him get an opportunity. He's a great kid as well, and uh, Jada Magor uh, got uh, copious amounts of talent, got a lot of X factor, and, and he missed most of the, the year with an ankle, but came back and uh, had a couple of games where he kicked big bags of goals. He didn't kick six in his last game for the under 18s against the Eagles, and. Um, the, the Swans have, have taken a chance on him. So uh, good luck to both of those boys from the Panthers. Out of all those boys that got taken in the rookies, who did you expect? Rhett Montgomery, there was chat around, wasn't there? That oh, I think... We did you expect did, we, Verrill and Magor? We Were they part know. of it? Uh, that, that certainly had been spoken about over the course of the year, for sure. But I think this draft and rookie draft in general... I think we, we touched on it during the week. Outside the sort of top 10, like we didn't know what was going to happen. Well, we could have gone either way. Our man Adam DeLoyer, under-18 skipper, yep. and, and he's, he's missed. Yep. Um, There's hard luck stories in, in every draft, as we know. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it only takes one team and and one recruiting department to, to like what they see and, and look to, to 
unearth that talent that uh, that these kids have. But um, yeah, it's uh, it was a, a very we didn't know how this this draft was going to play out towards the end. I, uh, who would have thought Jared Walsh is in Qatar? We've got him on the line. Walshy, the great man, synonymous with sport in South Australia. He joins us this morning. Walshy, is that really you? What's going on, Miles, Bryce? I've got no voice, but I don't care. I've literally just, I've just strolled along the streets of Doha and found a Euros, and I have consumed <laughs> that faster than anything that I've consumed in my life because the Socceroos are in the group of 16 and I sound like I'm drunk but I've had not had one beer because they're 24 bucks each and, so and I'm, just, all, I'm just loving life all their band <laughs> so while she tell us exactly tell us. guys look it's a really really good thing um the, the, the Socceroos have had such a, an interesting lead-up to this match, um, which it, it's tonight in um, Qatar time. Obviously against France, 4-1. Craig Goodwin scores a goal 20 minutes in, and then it kind of went downhill. The match against Tunisia was incredible, and tonight it was all about getting a win or getting a draw, hoping France beat Tunisia. So then France decided to rest most of their players, and um, thankfully Matthew Leckie scores that goal, and we, we write our own history tonight. So it's Look, there's shock, there's relief, there's excitement, but job's not done. Well, she tell us about the atmosphere. Paint a picture for us. What's it like getting to and from these stadiums? How many Australians, um, you know, are they going right off? Um, and also, what time is it there? It's uh, about 11.30pm. So the game was at 6 o'clock tonight. And, yeah, Miles, the fans have been great. Tonight's been the best-supported Australian game that we've had so far this tournament. And the reason why I'm here is because FIFA said to every nation, we would like to have your home country, the MC, come over and give a home match experience. So I'm on the microphone firing the fans up. We're actually playing Australian music. So after the win, we played Daryl Braithwaite Horses and went down <laughs> under. So you, you want to have that home kind of feel about it, which is... Full credit to FIFA for trying to make this World Cup a little bit unique. But, no, the fans have been great. And to be honest, it's really safe over here. And I'm not just saying that because I'm working here. It's it's really safe. It's easy to get around. The, the public transport system is incredible. So um, it's it's been a unique experience. But it's, it's one of those ones where we're just enjoying the ride at the moment. The hardest thing I've had to do is tell my wife and kids that I'm going to be over here for a few more days. So <laughs> oh, really hard. Really hard. It's okay. The Socceroos are going well. So, so tell us what it was like in the stands uh, only a few hours ago. Obviously, um, Denmark started really well and we were under the pump a little bit. What, what, what was it? Was there still optimistic from, from the, the Socceroos supporters and the Australians? Did we, did we think we just needed to get to half time to reset? Because there was about a five minute period before half time where we started to get a bit control of the game. And I think we got a lot of confidence leading into half time. What was the, the vibe like, I suppose, from, from all the Australians sitting in the stands? Yeah, I'm glad you said that and that you noticed that from watching on broadcast as well, Bryce, because I felt that watching the game. I, I was sitting pitch side and I, I felt like the, Denmark were really in control for that first 20 minutes. And there was a point I'm like, they're going to score eventually. Like, this is going to happen because the Tunisia game was really exhausting for the boys. It was a day game during the week. So to have this match, um, I was a bit concerned about the fatigue of the players. But, you know, you look at someone like Matthew Leckie, who was just a warrior. And, you know, speaking of Leckie, Riley McGree, Awa Mabil, Craig Goodwin, these are boys who have all played for Adelaide United before. So it's a really special moment for, for all of them. But 
I feel once we got a little bit of control, um, and, and that was led by Matthew Leckie, but Harry Souter for the past couple of games, he's been absolutely outstanding. And we have to, we normally um, give a bit of stick to the referees, but thankfully the linesman caught an offside with a, a straight elbow from Harry. Otherwise, I don't think we'd be having this conversation right now. And obviously, it's looking like we're going to be playing Argentina, which is uh, obviously going to be a, a pretty big mountain to climb. But uh, a lot of people are starting to wake up and, and paying attention to, to the Socceroos now. And, and Miles Fitzner is one of those. He, uh, oh, he I'm not, not sure he uh, believed uh, too much before before this game. But uh, what are our chances? Obviously, it's going to be a, a tough match. But um, you're, you're encouraging everyone to get behind the boys. I think so. And the bandwagon has plenty of room for people like you, Miles, who have doubted <laughs> us from day one and probably wanted Graham Arnold stacked. But no, I genuinely feel that the, the mantra for the team has been, we're not just here to make up the numbers. And that's been proven now. However, even though it's the first time we've made the group of 16 um, since 2006, we still have a point to prove. And I feel that we can, depending who we're playing against, we just need to probably come with that same never give up mentality. I heard Graham Arnold in the last five minutes yell out to the boys, just dig deep, boys, dig deep. And they did that for 90 minutes. So their mentality is on to the next one. And I feel that that's the approach that they will take. Hopefully they recover over the next two days. Craig Goodwin came off early. I had a chat to his partner and she said he's not injured or anything. So we seem pretty fit. We've got a bit of firepower coming off the bench as well. So there's, a, there's still a lot to play out. Uh, Walshy, very quickly, as we're running late for the news, and you know what that's like, you get in trouble. Uh, mate, you, you're a sport nut. You've covered a lot of sport. You know a lot about sport. Where does this sit in the rankings of Australian sport? This is the greatest moment of my life, and I've had two kids. <laughs> there you go. Well, she I'm glad that your partner's probably not an SCNSA listener and uh, she won't hear that, <laughs> so you can come home and they're still there. But, mate, appreciate the chat. We might even tr- see if we can get you on next week, if that's okay. Anytime, boys, keep smashing it as well. Summer breakfast, you're going to take over the main one. So <laughs> keep on doing what you're doing, SCNSA. Uh, thanks, Walshie. We'll chat again soon. See you, boys. Jared Walsh, he's a gun. He's a gun. It's good that... I'm one of the the boys out the back, Jason Benny, got hold of him there, and it's elite by them because he does know his stuff. He certainly he... does, and he was very emotional after the game. He, he put something up on his uh, social media, and he was nearly, well, I think he was in tears, Imagine... just pr- pretty much straight after the the result and the final whistle went. Imagine being pit side while Messi's playing for Argentina. Pretty... Even that, like that, gets me going. I might not be here Monday. I might jump <laughs> on a flight to uh, Qatar over the weekend. All right, what do I get? Who do I get to fill in for you? Won't, won't take a lot. We'll do it live from uh, the stadium. Won't take a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just get a sack of potatoes to sit in here. When, you, when you get into the news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.